What's going on, my peoples? It's episode 16 of the Ty Ready Show. Yes, I remember this time. Yes, I got my notes ready. Um, And yeah, we are here. We are live in Brooklyn. Your boy, Andy. I got the window open today. Figured I'd get some sun in here. Because um, it is literally a perfect day out here. I think it's like 75 today. Not a cloud in the sky. Ah, and we're here. We're here a little earlier than usual. Uh, yeah, usually I'm in here at night. I'm usually doing the night sessions, but figured, fuck it. Let's do it here early. Um, your boy got some brunch plans later, so I wanted to get this out of the way early today. Uh, what else is going on? Shit, I got like a fucking terrible stomachache. I don't know what's going on. Down there, uh, I don't even know if I ate anything funky. I mean, I had oatmeal for breakfast, boring as fuck. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, so hopefully I'll make it through this episode okay. Um, but yeah, real quick, before I dive in, I just need a vent. Because I'm getting a little annoyed lately. So I'm coming in fucking angry right now, yo. Like... This is for those people out there that only hit someone up when they need some shit, alright? Because, like, I've had a few of those past couple months that, like, just hit me up when they need something. Yo, I need this. Yo, I need that. This, that. Look, I'm a nice guy, alright? If you need help here, you need help with that, you want me to do you a favor, and I can, yo, I'm going to do it. Not once, not twice. I'll probably do it three or four times. But if you keep hitting me up just when you need some shit, you know, and then when I ask you for something, you, you weren't able to come through. It's like, you know what? Like, you're, now I'm starting to question that relationship. It's not balanced. And, uh, yeah, for those fucking freeloading motherfuckers that keep hitting me up for some just when you need some shit, stop fucking hitting me up. All right? You know who you are. Leave me the fuck alone. Um... Unless you're going to meet me halfway. Shit, man. Like I said, I don't care as far as being a nice guy. But, like, yo, only hit me up when you need some shit. Yo, leave me the fuck alone, man. I'm not your fucking secretary. But, yeah, that's really it. That's all I wanted to vent with. What else we got going on? Um, My birthday's coming up in a couple weeks. That shit came up quick this year. Um, Yeah, it usually falls around, like, Labor Day weekend. So... Thinking of maybe going upstate for a couple days. Um, yeah, that's the whitest shit I've ever said in my life. Uh, but yeah, going upstate New York for a couple days. I've never been. I've seen some photos. Shit looks gorgeous. Um, and yeah, I just kind of want to do like some fucking lake house vibes for my birthday. Just the typical American vacation. You know, that summer vacation. You got the lake house. You want a fucking canoe. Look at fireflies and shit. All that corny shit. Just trying to take it easy this year, you know? For my birthday. But, uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. What else we got going on? Um, yeah, so TikTok. I actually went into the TikTok app for the first time the other day. Actually, I didn't, I didn't really go into it. I saw it on someone else's phone. And I can see why it's so easy to just kill time on this shit. It's basically like Vine. Um, 
but yeah, those days are numbered. Um, I think if they don't pull off at this U.S. deal in the next like sixty days or something, uh, the president is gonna pull the plug on that. Um, so about time. Now we just need to get him to pull the plug on a couple other things like Monet and this. <laughs> Yo, but yeah. What else we got going on? Oh, the NBA playoffs started last night. Um, couple games are really good. A couple games are just questionable. Um, but yeah, so far off to a pretty good start. The Miami Heat are matched up with the Pacers for round one. Um, and we actually play our first game of the series tonight. So I'm excited for that. Um, I feel like we got a good chance. We got a good chance to at least make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, make it interesting. And who knows? I mean, this year has been a wild card altogether, so shit. I mean, honestly, it could go any any way. Um, the Mavericks looked real nice, though. I didn't want to give them a little shout-out. Um, they were playing nice, nice basketball. Um... Who was playing some good basketball? Oh, yeah. The Celtics uh, had a real close game against the 76ers for the f- game one of that series. Um, kind of was going back and forth for a little bit. But when it came down to the fourth quarter, the Celtics just locked it down. Uh, Tatum had a really good game. I think he had like over 20 points going into the half. Um, but, yeah, basketball is back. And, and not just basketball, but playoff basketball. The whole kind of scrimmage games, wasn't really feeling it too much, but uh, you can definitely feel the uh, the pressure starting to build with NBA basketball, and that shit is world class, um, but yeah, what else we got going on, oh, the post office, U.S. Postal Service, they're in trouble, um, apparently the f- they're having issues with funding, the people are speculating that the administration is pulling back on whatever, you know, like getting rid of mailboxes, making it super difficult for mail-in ballots and mail-in voting, um, to make it easier to have that argument that the election is going to be somewhat compromised, you know? But in my head, it's like, yo, the U.S. Postal Service has, has always had issues with funding. They've always struggled with everything, you know? And, uh, yeah, so go figure, you know? Um, I feel like they've always been struggling. So I do kind of like the fact that now they are being highlighted a little more. Um But, yeah, they're struggling. They're struggling. And uh, it's kind of unfortunate because they actually have, like, I feel like better service than most uh, fucking, like, couriers, you know? Like, you like FedEx is decent. UPS is a shit show. Um, USPS is, like, just that who you can count on, you know what I mean? It's, like, so it's a typical, uh, damn, look, my mother's calling me. Why is she calling me right now? Why you calling me, mom? Uh, but yeah, what else we got going on? Oh yeah, besides that, Uber and Lyft looks like they're about to be done in California. Uh, I guess due to some new legislature or maybe a court case, something. Uh, Uber can't basically claim their 
drivers as contractors. So they have to claim them as employees, which means probably added taxes, added benefits, etc. And Uber was like, fuck that. So honestly, you can't blame them. You know, I mean, most other states don't give them the problems that California is kind of giving them. And, uh, yeah, man. So Lyft as well. Lyft is like, yeah, fuck that. So literally everyone's leaving California. I mean, Joe Rogan's out to Texas in a week or two. Everybody's out. The whole comedy industry's basically moving out. Um, Tesla opening a plant in Texas. They're out. Uh, yeah, man, California, man, get your shit together, bro. Like, I was going there next, and honestly, now I'm kind of doubting it because y'all sound worse in New York right now. <laughs> But yeah, what else we got going on? Alright, let's dive in. Let's dive into this UFC recap. We had UFC 252 over the weekend. And uh, yeah, man, shout out to uh, Stipe. He is the greatest heavyweight of all time as of right now. A lot of people, I think Brendan Schaub was debating Cain Velasquez in his prime. Listen, maybe. But Cain Velasquez didn't have the track record that Stipe had. You know, and whether it was the level of competitiveness, whether it was the timing, this, that. Listen, he took advantage of what he got. Um, I mean, he defended that belt more than anyone. He's got more wins in that division, I think, than anyone. Or I think he's tied with Randy Couture. Um, The dude was dominant. A dominant, dominant, dominant heavyweight. Does not take away the fact of DC's legacy, though. I mean, DC, number one, I used to not really enjoy his personality, but he grew on me a lot. You know, like he's just a very down to earth person. Um, intelligent, intelligent, intelligent when it comes to the sport. You know, just world class, world class. Um, yeah, I used to be a huge John Jones fan. So when that rivalry kind of stirred up, obviously I picked one side, you know. But as you got to know DC more, I feel like I actually appreciate him more to this day than I do John Jones. And I feel like he made a much bigger impact to the sport. Um, so I'm happy. I'm happy to see him walk away after making such an impact. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate he wasn't able to walk away with the belt. But you know what? He has a belt at home. He has a heavyweight belt at home. He has the light heavyweight belt at home. He's got the strike force belt at home. Um, he did his thing. So shout out to DC on his impact. Um, I'm sure he's still gonna be around in the sport. We're gonna see him all over the place. But uh, yeah, man, it was a good fight. It was pretty competitive. It went to the full five rounds. Steven got the decision. Um, he did drop DC in the the second round. Yeah, the end of the second round. Um, and probably would have ended the fight if there's any more time left. But uh, yeah. What's it called? DC kind of got saved by the bell. Rode out the five rounds. Um, but it was a pretty close fight. Close fight. Good just end of to that trilogy, you know. Um, but yeah, what else we got going on? Oh yeah, Sean O'Malley, Cheeto Vera. So Cheeto. I'm a fan of Cheeto. He, um, obviously I've seen him take a couple. I think I saw him lose against Song Yadong. Uh... That kind of showed a couple, you know, holes in his game, etc. 
But Cheeto's a dog. Like the dude's a dog. He um he has some crazy wins too, you know, in his career. He, what he was going into this fight eight knockouts or eight finishes in that division. Um so Cheeto's a dog. So this matchup, I remember the first time they called it like a year ago, before it fell through. I was hyped because I am on that sugar train. Like I'm I'm all about that hype train. I love seeing up and coming fighters and just kinda hoping for them to really ride that wave. So Sean O'Malley undefeated stud. You know, he gets that walk off knockout against Eddie Wineland. And then when they announced a Cheeto fight, I was like, yo, that's gonna be good because Cheeto is not no Eddie Wineland. Cheeto's like tough. And he's in my opinion, a little more well-rounded. Like, his ground game's a little more solid, I would say. I think he throws a little harder. The kicks, again, tough. Um, and, yeah, that fight was a little controversial. But, listen, looking at it once, twice, three times, all the same outcome. I mean, what happened to Sean O'Malley's leg could not have happened without Cheeto standing in front of him. You know what I mean? They lock, They walked into that octagon healthy. Whatever happens after that, yo, happens. That's part of the fight game. You're, how you can take hits and whatever. And, uh, yeah, uh, Cheeto tags him in the back of his, what was that, his right knee. And you saw his nerves kind of get shot because his, his toes started curling. And uh, he started kind of tripping up on himself. And honestly, I think a combination of... Being like, oh shit, what the fuck's going on with my leg? With, oh shit, watch out for another kick coming from Cheeto. It's like, oh shit, watch out for Cheeto noticing that. Like, literally, probably an influx of thoughts rushed into Sean O'Malley in that span of a minute or two. As soon as that nerve went out. That, yeah, I think he went from his little offensive, I'm going to wait for that perfect counter, to like, holy fuck, I got to survive right now. I got to survive. And he kind of was chasing around a little bit. But, again, I mean, that injury looked like it was a little too much for him to, to stay standing. And, and it happened early in the fight. That shit happened in the first couple minutes. So, he had a long time to survive. So, yeah, Cheeto, in my opinion, yo, dragged him into that deep water very early. Was it luck? Was it skill? Was it chance? Listen, I guess there's a little bit of everything, right? When it comes to a fight, but hey, at the end of the day, Cheeto saw that, took advantage of it, jumped on top, finished him with the elbows, and those elbows are fucking hard. Like, if you listen to those elbows, listen, forget what happened to his fucking knee. Yo, those elbows cracked him. Um, so yeah, that was, um, that was really, I don't know. I, again, I'm a little salty because, yeah, the Sean O'Malley train. Got slowed down a little bit. But I'm also happy because, you know what, Cheeto, his story is such so inspirational. The dude can't start it from the bottom, for real. And, you know, to see him kind of steal that shine, it's, it almost reminds me of like what Masvidal did to Ben Askren. I mean, Ben Askren had this hype, this, that. And, yo, Jorge Masvidal literally absorbed all of that from that five-second knockout. So, Cheeto kind of did the same thing. You know, a lot of people didn't really know too much about him. They didn't really know too much about where he came from. Now they do. 
So shout out to Cheeto with that win. Um, what else we got? We got Junior Dos Santos against Rosenstrike. I had Rosenstrike with the the KO win or the TKO. I think I said KO. I don't remember. But I had him with the finish. That's exactly what happened. He caught him in the second round with a it was like a looping right hand. And uh yeah, it kinda went over the guard. I think his guard was a little down. But yeah, it caught him. Either way, and it looked like it was kind of a grazing blow. It wasn't anything too direct. But Rosenstrike has power. He's got heavy hands. And that's that graze looks like it rocked him just enough that he fell down. And he, he uh he smelled blood. Finished that. Um so yeah, Rosenstrike with the win. After that we had Herbert Burns against Daniel Pineda. Uh, Daniel Pineda with the upset. Um, he was the underdog in that fight. He actually got performance of the night uh, with his performance. Um, and yeah, actually finished in the second round uh, by TKO. And then we had Marab against John Dodson. Uh, Marab, yo, the dude is tough. And I swear I called that shit. He's, his pressure, his cardio was just insane. The dude threw almost 200 strikes, like head strikes, probably another 100 leg strikes, another 100 body shots. I mean, he landed at least three, 400 strikes. Maybe not. I might be exaggerating. But it was up there. The count was up there. And, yo, I think he attempted like 20 takedowns. Um, Only landed a couple. But, I mean, yo, 20 takedown attempts with all those strikes... I mean, the amount of energy you got to output to pull that off is nuts. Um, but, yeah, he ended up getting the decision win. I think it was 30-27 all around. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much it for the main card. Um, prelims were all right as well. You know, uh, nothing too, too crazy, but, yeah. That's pretty much it for 252. What else we got coming up next? Oh, next we got uh, Fight Night with uh, Pedro Munoz against Frankie Edgar. Hold on. Didn't that get scrapped? I thought one of them tested positive. Or was that? Did that already happen? And then they pushed it to this date. Not sure. But either way, it's looking like that's lining up for Saturday, August 22nd. Uh, Pedro Munoz, Frankie Edgar. I actually see Edgar winning this one. Um, Munoz has got power. He's got some speed. But Frankie Edgar, I just see him being a little sharper. I can see him diversifying his striking a little better to make it hard to read. Um, Yeah, I just see his experience kind of taking off. Unless Pedro Munoz came in conditioned. You know, if Pedro Munoz is coming in conditioned, 100% prime, I could see him just pressuring him and, and dogging it out. But if I had to pick, I'm going to go with Frankie Edgar. Uh, we got Ovin St. Prue against uh, Alonzo Menefield. Uh Alonzo Menefield, Men- Damn, I don't know if I'm saying it right. But whatever. The dude is so fucking strong. He looks like a fucking bodybuilder. Um, and he's going against Ovin St. Prue. So, to be honest, if the fight stays standing, I'm going to give it to Alonzo. If it goes to the ground, we've got to give it to Ovin St. Prue. 
I could see Ovens trying to go for that takedown early, early. Um, and probably going for a signature choke. I yo, if he pulls off another another Von Flu choke or a Saint Pru choke, or what are they calling it? A a Von Pru choke. I don't even know. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, if he pulls off that choke again, I'm gonna fucking lose it. Um what else we got? That's really it for that fight card. I mean, it's a kind of a weak one. I mean, we got a couple other names like I know Daniel Rodriguez is a, a name I like to look look at when he's fighting, but I think that's really it. Um Yeah, John Jones announced that he's dropping back or actually he's relinquishing his title. And he may potentially move up to heavyweight. So negotiations are in the works to get John Jones up to heavyweight, which is exciting. Uh, I think that light heavyweight division is like one of the most stagnant ones. I mean, John Jones is that overwhelming. So it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool to see uh, some new blood kind of take over. Dominic Reyes against John. That got announced I think for September, late September, um, and that's gonna be for that that uh, that belt. Uh, oh, and then on top of that, uh, God damn, what's this guy? Rumble, Anthony Johnson, Anthony Rumble Johnson, is coming back to the UFC. I mean, he's been training. The dude's like huge, but uh. Yeah, he um he's coming back. He's coming back to as a light heavyweight, so that's gonna be very exciting. The dude is so fucking strong. Um and he's gonna add a little kinda intrigue to that division. Uh what else did we got announced? Oh, Nico Price versus Cowboy Cerrone. Any cowboy fight is fun. Uh just because we know the type of fighter he is. But he's fighting against Nico Price, who's one of my favorite fighters to watch. The dude is so explosive from anywhere. He'll knock you out going backwards, sideways, upside down. Um, I think his last bout was against Vicente Luke. I think he lost by actually by TKL. But goddamn, did he have a chin? You know, the dude was messed up, but he was just taking hits left and right. And he's a savage. He enjoys that shit. Um, so, yeah, man. I can't wait to see that coming up. I think that's also coming up in September. Yeah. What else we got going on? That's pretty much it. Um, out here in New York. The uh, Oh, the governor announced that the gyms are set to reopen. Yeah, them dirty-ass gyms. But... Uh, Actually, not in New York City. Looks like it's going to be just New York State. But the city, we're always like a little lag behind because obviously so many people. Pandemic. Uh, But yeah, the mayor was like no to gyms um, as of right now. But you know what? He also said no to outdoor comedy. Like at the parks and shit or whatever. Just outdoors. But... We're allowed to literally do everything else outdoors. Like, you can do outdoor dining, which is literally the same fucking venue as an outdoor comedy show would be. Yet, we're allowed to do indoor bowling. So, we can go to indoor bowling 
at limited capacity. Everyone touching the same fucking bowling balls passing Corona. But I can't do an outdoor comedy show with social distancing and masks in force. Like, yo, the mayor is delusional. The dude's lost his mind. He's lost his fucking marbles. He does more fucking photo ops than the fucking president. You know? Um, I mean, I think we have 49 shootings in New York this past weekend. Um, I don't really see or hear anything being done about it. All I see is him fucking make a little weekly fucking speech about bullshit. Like, he did a little fucking one-minute clip about uh, honoring the... Uh, you know, like the, the you know, like African-American baseball players and how it's, I think, a centennial anniversary for the league, for those old leagues, you know, and uh, whatever. He was just kind of like praising like the, the old Brooklyn Royal fucking Giants, that thing is the name of the team, and uh, whatever. But it's just like, dude, you're talking about some corny anniversary about, like, you know, racial segregation, right? Like, trying to make a point of that, right? And highlight that and highlight, you know, history, this, that, whatever. And, like, make it a teaching moment. But it's like, bro, motherfuckers are getting shot. Like, motherfuckers don't care. Like, you're being corny. You're being corny wearing a baseball hat that looks awky on you. Um... You're being corny talking about something that you clearly don't really know much about. You're just reading it off a prompter. Nobody wants to hear that. They want to see what the fuck are you doing at work Monday through Friday, you know? What are you doing about these fucking weekend shooting upticks? What are you doing about small businesses? Like, there's so many small businesses shuttering right now in New York City. And nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. Um... Again, I like you hear the actions, but when you really look into it, it's just not enough. And the mayor is fucking oblivious. Like, like I don't even. He doesn't go outside. He doesn't walk up the street. He doesn't listen to his constituents. You know what I mean? Because if you look at his what his constituents are saying, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a Republican, boy, they got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. You know, and the dude just doesn't give a fuck. So, de Blasio, listen, man, you need to get your shit together. Um, especially with comedy, man. Don't come at comedy, bro. During the times like now, when people need to laugh, people need an escape, people need things to fucking do. Yo, trying to shut it all down. What do you want us all line up and jump off a bridge too? Like, fuck, man. Yeah, man, then what else? Yo, oh, and then the NYPD union... Uh, endorse Trump, which again, I'm not trying to get too fucking political, but it's like, holy fuck, read the room, you fucking cocksuckers, you know what I mean, like, alright, you endorse him, but like, yo, I would do that shit on a little hush-hush, especially with the climate of the fucking animosity against you guys, you know, but nah, you guys want to go ahead and act all honcho, oh, we need your strong voice around the, across the country, Yo, how much more beta can you fucking guys sound? You know what I mean? And then they all pull up to a rally with the mega hats and this and that. And it's like, yo, you motherfuckers cannot read the room. You guys are making it worse on yourselves. You know? 
And and that's a time when like the union leader, all right, yeah, he can make the statement for the union. But you're making everybody fall into that profile. Every cop falls in every NYPD cop falls into that profile now. So you got to deal with that fucking adversity now, you know, because people are not fucking happy. I'm not fucking happy. Policing, it's got so many issues, but it's also so fucking necessary. And there's no real leadership. There's a lack of oversight with whatever plans are thrown out. Um, and yeah, it's basically a shit show. Making me feel like I could fucking run for mayor um, and do a pretty good job. But yeah, New York is a shit show, but I love it. The organized chaos, that's why I'm here. Um, what else, what else? Oh, I was thinking about Coney Island recently. So Coney Island, man, fucking weird. Um, it looks like it used to have like its golden days. Like It looks like, man, that was the summer vacation spot. Like you would go with the family, have a beach day. You know, get a hot dog from fucking Coney Island, etc. And, uh, what is that? Nathan's, Nathan's hot dogs. So, but now I went just recently and it's like eerie. It's like a ghost town. The rides look all broken and decrepit and rusty. And I don't know. I wasn't really digging the vibes. It just felt like junkie central. Um, but yeah, apparently there used to be a freak show there, like a Coney Island freak show. Like like, you know, where people would voluntarily go and like show off like their weird shit, whatever. I thought that was crazy. Like if that shit still existed to this day, I would definitely have to pull up just to fucking see what that's all about. It's like an aquarium type shit, but people, you know? And I wonder if you get to talk to the people too, like can I get to know them and shit and be like, "Yo, like how the fuck is your skin so scaly? And how the fuck you eat with four tongues and shit? But nah, what's it called? Yeah, man, Coney Island's weird. It's a little weird spot. If I could fucking invest, I would definitely invest in Coney Island. Like, I'd buy that whole place, clean it up, fucking turn that bitch into Astro World. Um, which I think it used to be called that, if I'm not mistaken. Shout out Travis Scott. Um, but yeah, what else? What else? Uh, small businesses out here, man. Like I said, they need support. And not just cust- like customers showing up. But like they need like loans. They need, you know, tax abatements. Like they need shit. Um, and again, no one's really doing anything. Everything's just so fucking up in the air. Um, again, no oversight. You know, it's like they wait for shit to happen. Like, very reactive versus very proactive. And I get you don't want to be too... You don't want to be too excessive when you're proactive. But, like, you know what? Like, I would rather be a little excessively proactive than completely fucking reactive. Um, But, yeah, what else is going on? Damn, I got to go on my bathroom break. It's about that time. So, I'm going to see you in a little bit. Hey, and I'm back. That was quick, huh? Quick ass bathroom break. But don't worry, I washed my fucking hands. Your boy is COVID champ, double negative. Um, but alright, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, we're talking about New York. 
Um, honestly, I think like last closing statement. I'm gonna talk about New York's kind of bounce back. No politics, all politics aside. Um, yeah, man, a lot of people kind of counting us out. A lot of people that don't even live here are counting us out. You know, I see a lot of people that just travel here that are like, oh, New York's never going to be the same. There's like a new article every day describing how New York is never going to be the same. All right. That may be right. All right. That may be the case. But, um, I mean, if you look at the rest of the country, I think everyone else is on the same fucking boat. Like, where else is everything going to be the same? Fucking Florida, where they don't give a fuck? Where the fucking rates are still through the fucking wazoo? Yeah. They're going to be just like they've always been. I can't agree with you there. New York might not be the same, but I'm going to tell you one thing. If there's one place you're going to... Invest in And one place you don't want to count out Is definitely New York City um, A lot of people left A lot of people Kind of foresaw this change And felt smarter to get out And you know what Hey To each their own um, But I'm going to tell you right now I've been I've been here And I've been st- sticking through it And I see my fellow New Yorkers Just as resilient as ever and I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to bounce back. And all you motherfuckers that are saying, oh, never going to be the same, never going to be the same. I'm going to see you motherfuckers at Times Square taking those same fucking photos that you always do. Um, and I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh at y'all. Because you know what? You counted us out. And it makes sense. But you know what? Yo, we'll be back. Mark my words. We'll be back. Um, so, yeah, man. Shout out to my city. Are we really done for? Maybe right now. But, uh, yeah, shit's going to be different. But shit's going to be what it has to be. You know, the city adapts unlike no other. Um, that's that's one thing I've learned since I've been here. So, but, yeah. It's, uh, if only we can send someone in there to help out fucking de Blasio, man. Fuck. Uh, what else we got going on? Speaking of Florida, you motherfuckers better be voting early, alright? With all this talk about mail-in ballots getting backed up, not getting counted. Listen, you guys fuck up every election anyways. Just do what you gotta do to get to the polls early so you can just fuck up a little less this time. Because there's gonna be a lot of bullshit going on this November. Everyone's a little kind of anxious about the election this year. Y'all got all the rights to. But Florida, man, don't fuck it up any worse than it's already going to get fucked up, all right? If you register to vote, vote early, mail-in ballot, whatever. Um, Just do what you got to do, all right? Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to let y'all go. I want to give a couple shout-outs. I want to give a shout-out to Lucas, my newest Patreon member. Um... He is a part of the VIP Top Rated Club, so he's getting that free hoodie merch um, sent his way. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to my therapist, Karen. Um, Found out we got the same birthday, so in a couple weeks, we're going to be turning up together virtually through Zoom. Um, So happy early birthday, Karen. And that's really it, y'all. I'm going to go get ready for this brunch.
Um, get ready for the week. And I will see y'all soon. But uh, thanks again for tuning into the Top Radio Show. Don't forget to check out the website. Check out the Patreon. Subscribe to my shit. Um, and just show me some love all around. But I'm going to see y'all. Peace.